Viva Las Vegas, the tour's back for the Shriners Hospitals for Children open. Let's get to it. What's up, friend? It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo, and today we are talking about the Shriners Open. Of course, we have a lot to go over, including the five golfers I like, one from each range this week, a little bit of the weather, the course, and as always, where we can get that info. So all the links are down below. Use them to head to our website, and here we go. You'll notice our website right here, pretty simple. Go to the upper left, click on the three bars that opens up our tab, head to the PGA Tour page. Here's all the information here. Our DraftKings contest is already full, actually. And then you have our stat models. Mine's on top and David's down below. And you can catch us both on Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time for Second Guess Your DFS this week to change all your minds about everybody we go over, and of course, all our social media links down below. If you want to see our past winners of our tournaments, just go right to the DFS Tavern contest page, and you'll see the winners from the past contest now. Kelly Wayne, oh, 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 won at Sanderson's Farm, so congratulations to them and all the other winners that we had. Now, let's talk about the stat model. Again, once you go to the PJ Tour page, you're going to go into the upper right and click on this little box. It's going to open up the stat model. But let's take a look quickly at the weather in Vegas. If you want to get jealous, here you go. 90s, high 80s, mid 80s on Saturday, back to the low 80s on Sunday. Uh, the wind doesn't seem to be too much of a factor, although it's super low in the morning. And then doesn't even get to 10 miles per hour in the afternoon. So nothing I'm really looking at as far as like stacking a AM, PM, or PM, AM for the whole tournament. If you want to look at it for rounds, you possibly could, uh, but we're dealing with a course that is very gettable. No rain on the horizon. There never should be in Vegas. It's just those that go there to decide to play golf and not party so much. And this is the case every single time. When we look at TPC Summerlin, uh, we'll notice that it is a pretty short par 71 at 7,200 yards and being sort of in elevation a little bit, uh, you're going to have some long ball hitters here that make them very short on the holes. You'll notice a lot of the par fours in the 400 to 450 range. It's just they're gettable holes here, and you're going to see some low scores. Like when we go to past tournaments, Kevin Na and Patrick Cantlay uh, shot 261. Bryson DeChambeau, when he won, shot a 263. Can't lay again, a 275. That was a tough year in 2017, not going to lie. Uh, that was a tough year. Uh, back to 264 for Rob Like And Smiley Kaufman in 2015. Are you kidding me? Smiley Kaufman? Where is that dude? Anyway, those are some of the past winners and their scores and where they've been at. Uh, head back to the first page. You'll see the roundup of the players. And as I always do, go over one golfer from each price range. Now, we dropped or lost Tony Finau at 10-2. That leaves us with only three golfers in the 10K and plus range. Actually, one in 10K, two in 11K. And we always go over my number one golfer, and that is Webb Simpson, naturally, as he always is. This is probably the last tournament that we're going to use last year's stats for the season. So Webb Simpson was like number one by the end of the season for all these stats uh, because he's second in the field 
in stroke differential field average, first in birdie or better percentage, eighth in stroke skiing tee to green, first in my moxologist cocktail mix, and uh, 22nd in total driving, which is skewed to distance. And when we look at his course history, he's gotten better and better and better as the years go on. 31st and 16th. 20th in 2017, 15th in 2018, 7th in 2019. Um, again, this is actually played last year, so it's 2020, but whatever season. Uh, what kind of his last season in 2019, right? He did well at the U.S. Open, did well at the Tour Championship, um, great at the Northern Trust and Wyndham Championship. So he, he's coming in pretty hot, uh, just hasn't played a lot or not a ton. But like with the most players up top, and we're dealing with a pretty strong field up top, these guys haven't played since the U.S. Open. But Webb Simpson, by far, comes out super scorching hot. I mean, Bryson's in my number two, obviously the longest ball hitter. He shot it pretty long last year, and this is before he even started pumping up. Uh, his yardage there, and Cantley just is out of form, but has great course history. So what is he going to do here? You know, uh, with a second, second, and first, um, what does he do after all these mediocre finishes he's had in recent form? So do you want to go with course history? Or do you want to go with recent form? Let me know down below, and let's uh, chat it up because I think I really want to use both, but I can't really go on Cantley with his recent form at ten four. I just don't see him paying off, uh, and that's why I probably won't be playing him too much at all. Down in the 9K range, this was a little tough. Uh, we had 10 golfers here, all viable, all can make or case for or against. Like I really like Matthew Wolf at 9,600, but I end up falling on Hideki at 9,900. 46 on Yahoo is a pretty steep. It's actually more than Webb Simpson, who was only 44 on Yahoo. So probably wouldn't play Hideki on Yahoo. He's third in my model, and that DK at 9,900 seems like a bit of a bargain here. Uh, only played this last year, the last four, so 16th last year. This is what you get with Hideki. You get top 20s, top 15s. This is what he's going to do. Um, first in tee to green, and then we have to just hope he puts it in. His putting has been not so bad, but not great uh, recently. Um, differential versus field average, fifth. I mean, he's tops in almost everything except for the, like the, the putting, really. He can get the ball there onto the green and just has to needs a short stick to do well and that's what we kind of want someone here that can do pretty well on these bent grass greens and uh Hideki just seems like a guy that will get you birdies and probably lose some with some bogeys probably won't win uh win equity is not really there but a top 15 and hopefully get you some extra points and beyond very good case for him I just really wasn't looking great for me in this this range um at all, and I bet you a lot of people fall to Tadeki or Morikawa now that Finau has withdrawn. Down to the 8K range, we're dealing with 11 golfers, and you know, if it keeps on working for me, why not go there again? So, Cam Davis at 8,220. Yes, that's min price on Yahoo. Let me say this one more time so you hear me Cam Davis is min price on Yahoo. Fire him up over there. Now that we got that out of the way, Cam Davis, 8,200, 10th in my model, just seems like someone that uh, you just got to keep going with. Hasn't played here in two years. He was uh, T28. But six at the Sanderson Farms was, actually, I wasn't expecting that, but it was awesome. Uh, 36th at the Safeway. The issue is, when he had his horrible time here post-COVID, right? Miscut at the Schwab, Travelers, Rocket Mortgage, and Workday. A few of those are sort of comp courses with the green, so don't know what to do. I just feel like I'm going to ride this wave, though, of him making five straight cuts, and everything in his game is pretty solid. So 
why not go there, right? Towards the bottom of range, that AK range. I know there's a lot of good players there. Also, I love the AK range. But uh, yeah, Cam Davis has been working straight. Let's keep going with him. 7K range, we're dealing with 30 golfers. And I liked a lot of golfers here. But there was one that kind of stuck out that was like, wow, I can't believe he's this low priced on DK. And he's super high priced on Yahoo. Yahoo and DK just weren't like combining well this week. Ryan Palmer, 20th in my model, 7,400 DK, 38 on Yahoo. Okay, if we go to 38 on Yahoo, that brings us up to like the high eights, low nine range. So if I'm going to get that same caliber player at 7,400 on DK, yes, you damn well are right that I'm going to be playing him on DK. Um, ranking top 20 in almost every single stat category that I have. And gosh, he 37th last year, seventh the year before. He's coming off the miscut at the US Open. So maybe that keeps people even away from me more, but that price just seems way too juicy to pass up. And before that he was doing pretty well. Uh the 24th of tour championship is really that great to be perfectly honest. Nor was the 40th at the BMW. So maybe something slid off. I'm hoping that something comes back to him. Uh, for this. And maybe we got to go to his strokes gain total to see if maybe I'm wrong after all this. So let's go to strokes gain total here at the Shriners and down to 7,400 for Ryan Palmer. And we see that he's lost strokes two tournaments in a row, but at the Northern Trust, uh, he gained eight and a half. He's good to gain like about five, right? The FedEx Cup um, at the WGC, PJ Championship. Uh, Memorial was an outlier at 14 and a third. But I mean, Ryan Palmer, 7,400 just seems way, way too juicy to pass up this week. So going to be playing him uh, quite a bit. And then we have the 6K range. And again, another range where I like a lot of players. I just like a lot of players this week. I mean, it's like, it's uh, a bunch of studs up top and then some quality players down below. Who do you want to go with? By the way, great win by Sergio Garcia last week. But I don't have a lot of stats on this guy. Actually, I have no stats on this guy, and he's not going to rank out well, but he didn't need to Monday qualify just like Michael Glickich had to do this week, and that's MJ Doffey uh, at 6,500. He just scores. The dude scores, and every time we've seen him, 12th of the Sanderson Farms, he made the cut and kind of slid off at the end at the Safeway, so he backed it up by coming out and just firing up at Sanderson Farms, or and... Uh, 22nd, the Workday Charity, which, I mean, is a tough course, tough, wasn't the toughest field, but it was a tough course. So I kind of like going with MJ Doffy here, where I think he's always going to come in like under own because he's just not a tour player. And he's usually a guy that has to fight his way to get in through Monday qualifying. And he doesn't have to do that this week. He just wants to make money. So let's let him keep on making money and ride him at 6,500. If that doesn't uh, do you well, Go to Chasen Hadley at 6,700 and have a field day with him. There you have it. Those are five, six, seven golfers, maybe I said this week, that could do well for your teams, at least those that I'm looking at. Again, live show, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday evening, second guess your DFS with myself and the DFS chef, David. Don't miss out on our NASCAR content later in the week. And if you missed out on our PGA contest, Try to get in next week or hit the link and hopefully it brings you to our league as well so you get first dibs on next week's contest. If you want to join us in Discord, hit us up and we'll tell you how to get there. Best of luck this week, not only in your DFS, but of course, everything else in life. Keep dancing to that music. Cheers. Cheers.